Welcome to Nintendo Dads, episode 277, recorded on April 23rd, 2020. On tonight's episode, we welcome special guest Jason Lacey from Flux Deposed, discussing major updates to Animal Crossing and Mario Maker, and scalper, scalpers are jerks. Jesse, play that funky music. gentlemen welcome to nintendo dads episode 277 and of course that sultry voice that's stumbling through his introduction welcoming us today with some of the coolest guys around on the internet of course i'm talking with mr timothy alt tim how are you today sir i'm doing just fine other than being angry at scalpers they're the reason why i messed up those right. scalpers there you go <laughs> blame it on somebody else i like that i like that a person who never blames somebody else but always takes the responsibilities on his big broad shoulders mr jesse waldack over in the soundboard jesse how are you today sir uh, good especially if i push the wrong button then it's really obvious that whose fault that is yeah you have so much control of this podcast the audio cues the inserting audio cues whenever we are always just in your hands and you guide this ship along the way so thank you sir i do my best Always doing his best, probably better than most. Ladies and gentlemen, our guest with us, Mr. Jason Lacey. Jason, how are you? Well, thank you, thank you. I'm great, I'm great. Thanks for having me, guys. Welcome, thank you very much for joining us. We appreciate it. Absolutely, I I can't get into my own Nintendo show anymore, so I gotta gotta jump on to other ones. Oh no. Oh no, we lost them. We lost them already. There's the mic. Oh wait, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Is that better? You're back. back. There you go. You're back. Uh, me and me and technology have an issue. I think it's all the cords I'm running. Uh, of course, Jason representing a Legend of Zelda t-shirt. He's representing his Nintendo brand. Spot on. Spot on. And Michigan course, representing. Michigan right. representing. <laughs> Guys, you know, I love the, the Zelda representation, Michigan, some fantastic beards. I feel demasculated in front of you, gentlemen. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you should, probably should. I probably should. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> nice, nice. And ladies and gentlemen, of course, my name is Justin Masson, and I will be conducting this train wreck uh, that we'll be going through today. But we have lots of interesting Nintendo Woo-hoo. news. Woo-woo. So let's jump on board, shall we? Uh, Jesse, let's go to our... And I didn't scroll down, so I totally forgot what our intro, which our next line was. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, the news is brought to us by patreon.com backslash Nintendo Dads, where, as we have mentioned before, for the month of April and May, ladies and gentlemen, Patreon is 100% free. That means if you're currently a subscriber to Patreon, we're not drawing any money from you. And if you're new to Patreon and you want to jump on now, now's a great time because we're not drawing any money from you. Why? Because the world kind of sucks right now, and you could use that money in your pocket and not ours. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, of course, if you want to jump in and get your free pre and post shows, you want to get key artwork, you want to get into our voting, you want to get into our Discord, you want to get into all those fantastic options, head over to patreon.com backslash Nintendo Dads and join in for free. And if you're like, well, sure, what if you start charging? Guess what? Before we even start charging again, we're going to send a big email out. So if you want to bail out, good do it. That's fine. Jump in now. Get all the free stuff. It's fantastic. You should do that. Uh, and of course, I'd be remiss if I did not mention our new Patreon subscribers. Tim, do you have that available? Uh-huh. <laughs> you don't, Tim. I knew you didn't. I knew you wouldn't. Well, of course, I do have that available. A uh, big thank you to our new Patreon subscribers, uh, Patrick and Angry. 
Patrick and Amy, thank you so much for supporting us. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, you are absolutely fantastic folk. We appreciate it. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, let's jump right into the news. I like numbers. I like sales numbers. Justin's business, Justin, likes these weird in, weird things. Well, ladies and gentlemen, buckle up because March 2020, the NPD numbers have come in or have been announced. And folks, not shocking, it's good for Animal Crossing and it's good for Nintendo. So I want to I want to read down for you the the um, the list that we have currently. Is that right? Okay. Yeah, Sorry, I was looking for. It looks list. like there's looks like there's 15 of games listed there. It's showing all 20 games that were I think all uh, 20 okay. for that month, the top 20 for the month. Okay. And uh, Animal Crossing is number one. Yeah, let's just do that. Animal Crossing yep. is number one. Let's just. Like I, I can read other other games, but there's no point. Animal Crossing is number one, <laughs> folks. Interestingly enough, Animal Crossing has become the second second best selling game of the year 2020, and it has achieved the third highest launch month of any Nintendo published game in tracking history. The first is Smash Ultimate, and the second is Smash Brawl, and um. Uh, bonus to it as well, the launch month dollar sales of Animal Crossing New Horizons have exceeded the lifetime sales of all other Animal Crossing franchise games, making Animal Crossing New Horizons the best-selling game in the franchise. Jason, is this shocking to you? You know, if I want to be honest, like my honest answer, I think it is, even with the echo chamber of what I what I have with with voices out there like with like Bobby and other people that just were heralding this game. It was going to be so big and it just, it, it felt that way, you know, just with the, the saturation and the exposure that the switch naturally brings titles. I think it's going to, I think we'll, I think we will naturally see uh, franchises as they release on switch, probably going to sell exponentially better than previous iterations, just to the exposure that the switch brings. But part of me, I just, you know, numbers and that side of things, that's never something I've, I've paid attention to that, that much. And like it comes to predictions or something like that. I'm not going to tell you how many units something is going to sell because that's just not it's not something that the way my mind works and I, I pay attention to. But it just didn't seem like, you know, I, I think other podcasts out there have made these comments. and I've talked about it. You know, Animal Crossing was like a niche franchise previously. And now it's very much mainstream with New Horizons. and It's very much everywhere, it seems. So I guess for if I want to be honest and answer personally, yeah, I was surprised because I just I didn't I knew it was going to be I knew it was going to sell well. But I to be like number three in like Nintendo history of game releases. I mean, wow. I mean, I no, I didn't see that coming. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Tim, what about yourself? You remember the movie or the book Ready, Ready Player One, uh, oh, yeah. the VR world, the um what was it? Odyssey or whatever. I forget mm -hmm. the name of that VR world. I was trying to look it up real quick. That's what we're going to, that's where we're heading with animal crossing. That's going to be <laughs> take over the world and we're all going to jack into animal crossing and just live there. So I mean, it, it, it beats living here. I mean, <laughs> right, right now we're just, that's how we're, that's how this is all going to happen is going to happen virtually. Eventually even Nintendo's going to come out with their new virtual headset, you know, for the switch made a card too. You know, and and we're all going to strap in, get in there, and and then live our lives that way. No, but seriously, it's like I put this question in here because I thought it was interesting. That does this prove these numbers that now AC is uh, a tier level uh, title for Nintendo? Like 
can they use this? And I know the other shows, like you said, Jason, probably talk about this a, a bunch of times, but does this solidify it as up there with Zelda, Metroid, Mario, and all that kind of stuff? It's interesting because you also have to think of like, so there's a couple, there's a couple factors of this. So first and foremost, like I, I figured it was going to be big, but I, 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 again, never played any Animal Crossing game before. I was new to this franchise. Mm-hmm. So I was really coming in like, I don't know what's going to happen. Like people <laughs> seem excited about this greedy raccoon who's stealing your money and making you pay stuff, <laughs> but I guess so. I don't know. Um, so here's my question when I think about it, right? Is it the fact that like, Nintendo hasn't really released any other games this year. So we're all so saturated with one thing. We're so excited by one thing that that draws, right? And the fact that Nintendo has basically said, like, make way for this. Like, we're focusing all of our energy on it. Is it also a byproduct of the current the cur- current right. climate, right? We're currently in COVID, right? We're going through a situation where we have to be isolated, where we want this, like, deep disconnection, right? In some ways, Tim, you're like, Jack, I think it's ready a player. perfect storm of all of the above. Yeah. So. Right. So is that so? Does that elevate Animal Crossing to be, in, to your question, Tim, in the A tier? Well, that's tough to say because you you've only got this as a sample, right? If it if you do it again and it strikes again, then you're probably up in that tier. Where would you have placed Animal Crossing before? Maybe Jason, if we're using a tier system, where would you have put Animal Crossing? Mm, I think. I mean, I think we did this on Nintendo Shack once, and I think honestly, I think previously we had it like. I don't want to be, I, I think definitely B. I don't think yeah. I, we might've actually put it in a C tier, yeah. honestly, just because it wasn't, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, I mean, there were, it had its diehard loyalists and you had people that love it. And don't get me wrong. I love Animal Crossing. I don't, I don't want to poo poo on right. the game, but I mean, in the grand Nintendo hierarchy, it just didn't, it just didn't. It just do seems what it's like now. everything, like we said, everything's come together. Uh, the perfect storm to help bolster it. But I think there were some other factors even before this that helped it as well. Uh, not only all of us Nintendo fans that are promoting this game um, to, to all these people that don't usually play games, but even before that, it was like this game on new leaf uh, or with new leaf with the three DS, there was a lot of people who had a three DS or three or DS, but didn't have the home systems and were playing it there. So we got those people coming in waiting for that. Uh, we had the people like Bobby who played every single version of animal crossing that came out. So, uh, it didn't matter if it was handheld or home console. Um, and then you have just the fact that the switch has a huge audience. So the huge audience with that 50 million audience or larger now, I don't, I don't remember, but, there's a certain percentage there that, you know, that you're still doing pretty good numbers if you get that percentage of buyers who are interested in Animal Crossing. But then, like you said, all this other stuff happened to where it becomes this perfect storm of, well, I don't have nothing to do. And this looks like a great yeah, awesome game to play other than, you know, you don't see a lot of people running out to play Doom. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, had, I had friends and coworkers I didn't even know have a Switch. And I saw them on like their Instagram stuff. They're, they're playing Animal Crossing. Yeah. You know, so it's just like, yeah, it's crazy. Jesse, are you able to hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. We can okay. hear you. I just changed my mic system, so that's why. Yeah, I think like it, it is. It is. You know, it goes back to that question earlier. Like when when I think of Nintendo, and if you go to 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 I don't know, someone on the street and be like, "All right, Nintendo, what's the franchise that comes to your mind?" It's not Animal Crossing. Do you know what I mean? Like it's 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 your Mario's, it's your Zelda's, it's your Metroid's, right? Maybe it's your Smash, maybe it's your Mario Kart, right? Like there's probably a bunch of other franchises that you like. But there's such a reverence for this. 
And I think that, you know, going back to your commentary before, Tim, this idea of like, hey, I want to get jacked in this like ready player one world. <laughs> well, that's kind of what Animal Crossing did here. Right. Because right? it allows you to when everything else is kind of bonkers outside to create this isolation, this quietness, this kind of like place where things are OK. And I think there's such a perfect storm of it. But I do think that for Nintendo, like looking at the metrics, looking at the numbers, they're going to have to say like this is a this like they knew before that Animal Crossing was probably an evergreen title for them anyways. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I think this so much solidifies it. And I think, you know, we're going to talk about a little bit here, like Super Mario Maker 2. And just even in even in the two days, right, Super Mario Maker 2 update, we got information about it. And then like 24 hours later, we got information about Animal Crossing. How they're communicating that DLC, that up, up those updates, those strategies are very different. And you can see that they're taking a different tone with Animal Crossing versus something like Mario Maker, right? Um, I'm very fascinated to see what they actually have done. Now, people are going to be asking... We do not at this point actually know how many units have actually sold or moved. We do not have that data. We do have data along the lines of sales and that it's, you know, more than the other franchises, but we don't actually have like, where does this measure against the Luigi's Mansion? Where does it measure against a Mario Odyssey? Yeah, you know, probably again, won't know that for another two weeks. No, probably not. But again, the interesting part about, about this, and Jesse, keep me honest here, Nintendo, when they're doing their numbers, do they count their digitals or are they just yes. count physical? Yeah, yeah, when digital, Nintendo gives numbers to the investors, it includes digital. It includes digital. Okay, perfect. But the interesting part about this, for Nintendo's capture, their capture, because their fiscal year ends at the end of March 31st, this game came out on March 20th. They had 11 days. Oh, so whatever, 12, whatever, whatever numbers they're going to provide you is only 12 days. And then we can see that the energy, the hype around this, like, this is going to be a fascinating franchise to watch on the actual quarterly investor numbers that they're going to give to you the next one and the next one and the next one after that because you're going to see it jumping higher and higher up that franchise as well yeah because we, we one of the things that was said you know or like you are i think you already said it in terms of dollars this in the in the first two weeks this sold and in the u.s the in the u.s did for its lifetime so looking at so just looking at the top 3ds games New Leaf was number seven at 12. It's the first game that doesn't... Uh, looking at our chat here, Miz says, I know at least five people that have never played Animal Crossing are playing because of the situation, right? And I think, Jason, Jason that speaks a little bit to what you were saying yeah. before. Yep, I totally. didn't have a clue, right? So... I mean, they weren't playing Smash Bros., so why would I Why would I not even pay attention to them? <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? You're not true friends. You're not real friends, right? Um, I don't know. Any uh, any other final thoughts there on, uh, on the numbers here? Jason? <sighs> No, I mean, I I love it. I love seeing success for Nintendo. I love people experiencing this game for the first time. And I, I just, I like it when success like this happens. So I get to see the continuation of franchises that I enjoy. Before we move on from the top 20, I wanted to note, so Doom Eternal, which came out ranked sixth. The seventh game, Persona 5 Royal, came out March 31st. It had one day to get December 7th. Yeah, that's, that's pretty high sales as well. Uh, interestingly enough, as, as you look at the top 10 games for the year, uh, as according to NPD uh, numbers, I'll just go this from uh, number 10 to number one. And again, number these 10, are physical only. Yeah, physical only. Number 10, Jedi, uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Number nine, Star Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. <laughs> that, is, that is such, I mean, that will still lead. And it'll be interesting to see 
whether Animal Crossing passes Mario Kart because mm. Mario Kart has I don't been think the, it will has been the leader of that pack. But but again, I think that when you think of the genre, right, and kind of the audience, Mario Kart is such a family friendly, family open, inclusive, and you know brings the entire couch along the ride. Sure. Right, you have much fun. In a lot of ways, Animal Crossing does those things. When you think of like the four player options that you have locally, right? It's not, it's not a, you know, I have to be a good platformer like in Super Mario. I have to understand, you know, the, the Legend of Zelda canon and how to beat monsters. There's an approachableness almost very similar to their approach when they, when they had the Wii, right? The, the general broader audience, the more casual gamer comes into something like Animal Crossing. I think that Mario Kart in some ways is also a very casual gamer approach. Um, the key thing there that I think is very interesting that, like you said, I want to watch uh, is that there's one key difference between the two and that's animal crossing has the most people I've heard say, oh, I'm done playing this with you. I want my own copy. Mm-hmm. I want my own system, you know, and this that's is true. probably what <laughs> Nintendo was hoping for, even though we yeah. all were poo pooing it before, you know, like, this sucks. I don't want to, you know, I should be able to have one system that we can all have our own islands on and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, I've heard, I've heard so many stories where wives are like, okay, I'm done playing this game with the family. I want my yes. own copy, you know, or husbands or kids or whatever. It's just been like, that's it. There's the new, another Nintendo in the house for a lot of people. And then another copy of Animal Crossing. Yeah. I don't think we have mentioned it. Talk many about the hardware sales here, but I think March. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah. So, so hold on a second. The month that the switch launched th- this month, three years later has sold more copies than the month it launched. Yes. And there was one game that was launching this month <laughs> at the end of the month. And it was about a fiscally irresponsible or I guess fiscally responsible <laughs> raccoon in a sweater vest (laughs) and and the sales numbers would have been more if there wasn't shortages yeah just like three years ago yeah (laughs) that's crazy right and and i I, am you know maybe that's the argument right now it is up to that tier possibly uh number nine was mario kart eight number eight was madden nfl uh 20 Number seven was Resident Evil three, followed by Grand Theft Auto five, MLB Another game the Show, been around wow. for a while, uh, yeah. NBA two K twenty, Dragon Ball Z, uh, and then Animal Crossing: New Horizons came in at number two, and the game that was beating it was Call of Duty Modern. It's just that interesting. Is, That's what it is so far. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> interesting to see how these numbers shake out. Yes. Right. Uh, folks, yeah, I, I see some comments in the chat here. My wife wants her own island as well. So, yeah, we're totally, <laughs> totally seeing that. And I want and her then, to have her own island. And then she turns around and then says, and I want her to have her own island. <laughs> right, so she can stop messing up my yeah. own. The struggle is real. If you're in Canada, <laughs> go to Costco. Yes, yes, Costco is the Costco. insider trait. I will tell you that one right All right. We're going to come back to Animal Crossing, of course, because there was a major update. We're going to talk about that first, ladies and gentlemen. Let's talk about uh, the other major update. Out of nowhere, nowhere this week did anyone expect to hear Super Mario Maker 2 got the a free final major update. And this was announced, I think, on Monday or Tuesday to a four-minute kind of like, hey, here's everything that's included. Now, it's very interesting here to make to take note that it was the last 
three. Yes. Three yes. final major update. We're going to talk about this in a couple of moments as well. But I do want to talk about the new items. Quick rundown of what happened. Then, Jason, I would love to hear your thoughts on this. So quickly here, Super Mario 2 Mushroom comes into play, turning you into Super Mario Brothers 2 Mario, uh, which was absolutely, you know, I've actually got a question that one. So hold on a second, because this was a question asked. I'm going to insert it right here because it was, uh, I think, appropriate. Pat Duddy asks on our Patreon.com site, Justin's thoughts on Super Mario 2, Super Mario Brothers 2 Mushroom Edition. I love it. I love it, Pat. I love my <laughs> Super Mario Brothers 2. It's fantastic. This is exactly what I, not quite exactly what I wanted, but close enough that I'm happy with it. I wanted a Super Mario 2 theme. I didn't get it, but I'm happy that it's there, right? I'm happy. It's excited. When I saw that, that was the first thing I think it led with. I was excited. I was hyped. So I'm very happy with that. Um, you can ride on, pick up new items. There's a frog suit now available, power balloons, super acorn, boomerang flower, additional wearables that include a cannon box, propeller box, red pow box, a Goomba mask, bullet bill mask. There's a cursed key on and off trampolines. There are new enemies, including the seven Koopalings, uh, a Mecha Koopa. And the big one here, ladies and gentlemen, the big one that like cemented this as a massive update, World Maker. You yes, can now so create cool. root, uh, routines, hills, bridges, other sceneries. Levels can be added to points on a path. You can change icons. You can create bonus stage toad houses. You can have warp uh, pipes that can get used to other maps. Themes include islands, underground, desert, snow, sky, forest, volcano, outer space. You can collect eight worlds with up to five courses to create your own full Super Mario game. And you can share that out. Whew! Man, a lot. four slot in that Lacey. four minutes. Five, slot in that five, four minutes. Five courses per world for totals. Sorry, I apologize. Thank you, Jason. <laughs> what do you think of this? I think it's great. You know, I haven't. Um, you know, I was super into Super Mario Maker two when it launched, and I, I drifted away when uh, some other games came out. But it's, I mean, it's, it's just what you could always go back to, and I love the support that they've they've gave to this title with updates along the way, and I love these changes and these additions they made because it just gives all these more mechanics for makers to play around with and design that in ways you've never seen. Like then the back on the Wii U, I never, I just played the game. I didn't, I didn't have any desired design. So finally in this game, you know, I made a couple of levels and you think like, I'm going, Oh, this is really cool. I'm going to do some really unique. And then you go out there on the web and it just kind of mind blowing what people come up with, but I'm just really interested to see, because there's, there's a few people that I follow that I've played their levels and I would just love to see what they come up with. So I'm really, really interested to see like what they come up with and what they, um, how they further push the the boundaries of what these, these mechanics introduce, but it just looks fun to me. And it's something like for me that I had gone away from the game for so long. This is something for me to actually like fire it up and get back in there and play it. I like that world maker. That's so cool. And I think that, that aesthetic, being able to design your own overworld, it's just, it's something minor, but it's so, it's so, I don't know. It just really feeds on that nostalgia of Nintendo properties for us. And that's what we're suckers for. Right. I mean, yeah, that, that feels like that, that world maker feels like the thing that everyone has been asking. Do you know what I mean? That everyone was like, I built this stage and this way. And like, but like to be able to put them together in the showcase, essentially, and say, Jason, here's my code. Like play right. these 40 levels right. I built. 
like you get to kind of you get you get to tell a story in a different exactly. way. It's not exactly. telling a story in just a scene. It's it's the entire thing, right? Mm-hmm. And it really like you know if you go back to like when you were a kid thinking like could you imagine you're gonna you can build your own Mario levels completely like you can build an entire game and share it yeah. with whoever you want, right? Like that is that is mind blowing. And they did such a they did, like this this feels like a thing we were all waiting for and all wanting. And I think it was it was absolutely massive. I want to ask you this question, Jason. What do you think about the last free major update? <sighs> Noting the word free, free. And final mean, major I mean, update. that almost explicitly makes it sound like there's going to be some paid content coming, some sort of expansion, something. And let's face it, you know, we haven't seen, I mean, we've seen it with, you know, the fighter pass and with Pokemon and, and, and now with um, Fire Emblem as well. But I mean, for the most part, I've always loved how Nintendo's done DLC. I mean, I hate it's an old reference, but look at the Mario Kart 8 update mm-hmm. that we got. And still, like, the price point was fair. What we got was awesome. And it always left. I mean, you could sell me Mario Kart 8 tracks today and I would pay for more Mario Kart 8 tracks. But I yeah. think I don't know what more. When I think of what could be coming that would be paid, I would have to think some we'd have to get more like tile sets, right? Like some more franchises in there. I mean, because I'm not super familiar with what we got in the Wii U. I know um, people really wanted that, you know, all that amiibo functionality where you could change your figure and get all that. And then, you know, we had that with Link that's in this new uh, version. So there's all that stuff that wasn't left out. But I mean, could we see? a more robust builder with Super Mario Brothers 2 mm. in there for you, Justin? Or could we get um, some further assets from Super Mario World or um, next to not Super Mario World, but Super Mario 3D World and mm-hmm. things of that nature? I just, I don't know where they would go from that, but I feel like the fact that they, they had to say free, I mean, that, that pretty much leaves that door wide open that there's going to be more content coming to this game at some point. And maybe, especially with this year, looking at delays in manufacturing or just the way the supply chain has been put under constraints, this is a great year to support your titles that and make them more evergreen with, with content. I mean, look at what we came out of the woodwork with Splatoon all of a sudden. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. That's great. And we'll see that with like animal crossing is something, a game it's more. Yeah. I hate looking at the games as a service because typically that always kind of feels grimy. Yeah. A little bit, yeah. but I think there's a way that you can support these titles that are already out there and continue to give, um, fans value. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I think it's, it's so interesting. And, you know, you referenced there, Jason, some great games with, with DLC and, and update strategies, right? Whether it's Fire Emblem, whether it's Smash Brothers, you know, I'd argue that Splatoon, they had a fantastic strategy for regular updates. You know, we've seen an update for uh, obviously Pokemon, right? We've seen updates for Luigi's Mansion, Legend of Zelda, right? Like almost every single one of the right. mainstream games that they've come out with, and I'll include Arms had a had a bringing you back here's a new fighter. Poor arms, poor arms, right? Poor arms, right? Um, Mario Tennis brought you back, right? And it seems like they have found a way. They have they've had variant levels of success and really good strategic DLC kind of updates or free drops um, with different with different games. And I think it's something like Smash, where just the communication is fantastic. Obviously, Animal Crossing, we're seeing that. Mario Kart, or sorry, Mario Super Mario Maker 2, it feels like they were just so hit and miss on their communication, their strategies, their updates, right? Where, you know, we look at, so again, we're going to talk about this in a couple moments, Animal Crossing, they're literally telling you for the next 60 days what that looks like. Mario Maker, they're like, here's a game, 
and it was kind of just that was it. Mm-hmm. And then a couple of months later, there was some update, and then that was kind of it. And then a couple of months later, out of nowhere, by the way, Nike's link, and you're like, wait, what just happened? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Where, where, and I think you know, and interestingly enough, we've been around. This podcast has been around long enough to remember when Super Mario Maker the original came out on the Wii U. And they did a really good job of their their level of communication, their level of strategic uh, updates, their level of like, hey, you know, here's a website you can go to. Here's this. Here's like they did a really good job of doing a lot of those fundamentals where it feels like some of those things got lost in Super Mario Maker 2. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think, Tim? Any agree, disagree? No, I agree with you guys 100 percent. Uh very excited about what what they've announced and surprised like you guys. And it's. I want to bring it back up. I want to actually, I deleted it off of my switch because I wasn't playing it wow. to make room. So now with this, I'm going to probably redownload it at some point, hopefully. Um, but again, it's going to depend because I've been spending a lot of time with animal crossing, yeah. but the thing that I, that I'm really excited about, like you said before, was the world maker. Mm-hmm. Cause I think that's really cool. I want to dive in and try to learn how to do some of that stuff and create, you know, at least the first world where I can, you know, connect the first, you know, few uh, courses I make and, and end it with a castle. And then if I, if I feel comfortable with it, then just go through and was it say up to eight worlds containing a total of up to 40 courses can be combined, creating a mini super Mario game that can be shared with others. I think that just blows my mind. And, and even if I don't make that stuff, the creativity we're going to get from the community to see that Mm -hmm. what's going on. And, and I hope that maybe that creativity leads to jobs for some people who make some of these awesome things and say, Hey, yeah. come in and help us design the next Mario game, you know? And, and that's a great point. Like there is such an, and, and I think the thing that I'm hearing from a little bit, Tim, for you, and I think Jason, even a little bit too, as well, is that like, uh, sure. Look at, I'm, I'm, I'm not a good designer. Like I'm not, I'm not really good at making the levels, but man, I'd love to jump in there and play them. Right. And, get, and try it. There is, there is such a, pocketed fan base for this but they're very they're very passionate fan bases they're very passionate community right right? and there's and and like these like when i saw these updates i was like man i haven't played super mario maker since like the the link update came into it but man i'm gonna jump back into it and then my second thought was i cannot wait to see what someone like a paul lloyd creates Mm. i mean where you you know you've got these people in your community who are like passionate fans who have analyzed every screen who knows what's going on there and are going to build some amazing things and Right. I think that Nintendo is probably not as happy with the sales of Super Mario Maker 2 as I think probably the original or some of the other content. I think that may have also been a byproduct of the fact that when this came out on the Wii U, there wasn't a lot of anything else. So everyone <laughs> oh, bought Super yeah. Mario Maker 2 or Super Mario Maker, right? But I think it's those type of things that that allow for it to grow. Um, sure. And so yes. I'm, I'm very fat. Like I, again, if you're part of our community send us a code if you've made a whole world send us a code we'll play it yeah. i'd love to play it on stream like let's yeah, we do have this. a discord specifically discord, for it specifically for <laughs> it drop it in there let's <laughs> do these codes things. but i I'm, I'm so excited i think to, to your guys' point as well jason like what everyone can build it yeah. i think that's gonna be so cool and i think that's something that everybody who is not familiar with this game who sees mario maker and may be scared away from it because they may not feel like they're creative enough to play yeah. this game to realize that it's not just for that it's to play those things that other people make that if you're a Mario fan and you want to play some more 2d Mario type games, pick this game up. You'll have 
content forever. It seems like, yeah. you know, yeah, this is actually one of those games that, you know, when I, when I purchase games, I think about, do I want it physically or do I want it digitally? Right. So for example, animal crossing, I've digitally, cause I did not want to be taken in and out of my switch every day. Right. 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 This is a game that I wish I had bought digitally, but I bought physically. Mm. And the reason being is if it's on my dashboard an instant. I'm more likely to go into it right away. Um, as opposed to, oh, I gotta, oh, where's that cartridge? Gotta go find it. Gotta go put it in there. Uh, it's a lot of effort. Um, but I would take flights for work and I would download levels onto it. Uh, uh, and so I play them offline as I'm flying around and it was really so cool. So there's so many awesome things. All right. Pekka Dragon asks, do you think we'll ever get a new? That sounds like a familiar question. We've heard that question before. Yeah. I... Jason, what do you think? Nintendo likes money. They'll make another. <laughs> I mean, they're a company. Yeah. They like to sell us stuff. They'll make another yeah. Mario game. Uh, Just look I, at the I, Wii U one. I looked at the Wii U top selling game, the Switch top selling game. New Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe on the Well, so the, the, the wiki I'm looking but uh, at 5.8 million, which outsold the Wii U, which was the third best game. So it's still, is it those one of the top sellers? So yeah, I'm yes. see another one. People still want to play Nintendo's Mario games, what yeah. Nintendo makes with yeah. those levels and stuff. They want to play theirs. So <laughs> people still says to build a world with 40 levels with a 0. 0.0001% <laughs> completion. Yeah. That, that That is the other part, right? I either find like, oh, I want to play a really, really good level or I'm like, this is hard. Right. Like yeah. I, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not putting myself. Like Kaizo I, levels. Yeah. I've watched like Twitch streams. I'm like, Mm-mm. Ooh, we're not doing that. It's not going to happen here, folks. So Mario Souls. Yes, exactly. <laughs> there is a show title, Mario Souls. Mario Souls. Jesse, you can start looking for your key art now. I love it. Love it. Yeah, we, right. we had a Zelda crossover with. Yeah. I think I, I had the thrust. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I I do wonder, you know, to your point, Jason. I wonder if like we will see in some of these other themes, like if we'll start to see more crossovers. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, do they start crossing over? I don't know. Like, like, even I was just saying, like, the Super Smash Brothers this this month or this week is having a spirits contest with, like, is it Final Fantasy, I think? Um, they did something recently. Uh, Square. It, they're doing them with a mana. The trial mana, mana, right? Do you know what I mean? Mana. Like, you're like, what? Hold on a second. Right? So, like, could we see, I don't know, Final Fantasy cross Ooh. with Super Mario Maker? Something do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like that. Yeah, yeah. And those become the themes that now you're purchasing. Do you know what I mean? So now your bits are an 8-bit cloud or like what are... Can I get know? a Mercedes in my Super Mario Maker? That's, I mean, that's exactly <laughs> all we need, right? That's 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 the key moments. Okay, perfect. Um, that was such a weird crossover. <laughs> that was like, and you were like, sorry, why do I have a French? Why do I have a Mercedes here? This is yep. so out of place. <laughs> but uh, I think as, as Tim said, Nintendo like money, right? So it's... Uh, makes- all right. Ladies and gentlemen, I guess the other big update that happened this week, it was all about updates this week. Uh, Animal Crossing, that is the update that occurred today. So let's break down what happened. There are new areas, new areas and visitors, including Leaf's Garden Shop, Jolly Reed's Treasure Trolley. Oh my God, seriously, these are actual things. Uh, The museum gets a art expansion and there are new new events such as Nature Day that runs from April 23rd to May 4th, May Day from May 1st to May 7th, International Museum Day, which is May 18th to May 31st, and wedding season. It's a whole season of weddings. Interestingly enough, in the spring and summer. How convenient. 
which is going from June 1st to the 30th. Jason, are you excited for this, this update? What do you think of it? How's I'm all about, I'm all about the hedges, man. I'm getting some are hedges you? in my my island, decorating it up, you know. Okay, all right. Wondering how many people already had the perfectly landed, only to find out oh, more options, and they're like, "No, I have to scrap." <laughs> I, I've seen totally. so many people in my in my discords like, "Oh, I got to move everything now." I, <laughs> I, got move it all. <laughs> I have uh, bills Tim? in the bank. What? <laughs> right. Tim, how's this landing for you? I'll. Of course, I'm excited because I've been playing this the most. I think I, this is the this is creeping up to the um, uh, Breath of the Wild hours, you know, for me. Oh, so, <laughs> so uh, and I and I don't spend a lot of time on my switch. I don't get to. But of course, the time we're in, I get a little bit more time than usual. But the thing that's got me excited the most, uh, because I never played this part of it. And when I had New Leaf uh, was the the art stuff, you know, when you mm-hmm. buy it. That, that that game within the game essentially where you get to figure out if you're buying the real art or the fake art wait what and then... <laughs> what yeah you, when you, you gotta go educate to Jolly him. reds you have to examine the artwork to determine if you're buying the real thing or if you're buying a replica or a fake because if you're buying it to give to the museum um blathers will let you know that oh this is a fake and you, you can't take it so you got to you got to look at it and <laughs> learn of the artwork that you're looking at. I love Justin's out, reaction. This is great. Justin has never if, met uh, Brett before. Genuine. <laughs> this game gives me so much weird stress and anxiety. Like, <laughs> why? I found so this morning I, the interest rates are falling. Like I get that email from my regular bank. Like why do I need to hear this from you? No, don't don't get confused with the interest rates. That's not to your house. It's interest rates that you get for interest you get in your checking account or your savings account so you get money you're getting money so you're just getting less money now yeah you're just getting now for those time travelers who are times are tough all over that's the other part why is nintendo lowering a fictional interest rate i don't understand it's like a 90 percent cut based on what uh, someone ran numbers you know before and the it went from 0.6 percent Ooh. Yeah, it was. They were getting millions and millions of dollars or pet bells, and I'm not. I'm joking when I say tra- time travelers are cheaters. You play your game how you like to play it. Is, I'm joking, so don't come at me. <laughs> Jason, are you a time traveler? I'm not. Me? I'm not. Oh, Jason. Yeah, Jason. I am not. Uh, sir, sir, there's fake art. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yep. You have to determine which is real or yeah. which is fake. Oh. And there was already somebody sharing like the version of it. I think that it was a new leaf where you can actually look at the real. It, it gives oh, like a that's right. Yeah. Of what was fake about that art. So if, it, if they're using the same type of paintings or whatever, or I artwork. Feel like, I feel like I'm so far behind in everybody else in this game. Like I just got my second bridge built and I was strutting around my island. Like I was I'm with boss. you. I'm with you. <laughs> I, I was like, about ah, this. Ah, I only know this about this because of our end dad crossing community. So, you know, those guys there who knock it out of the park yeah, and update all our, all our uh, family there. So um, they do a great job and I try to keep up in their discord, but man, that, that channel yeah. blows up all the time. And uh, I'm like, yeah. but also don't want to get um, any spoilers. Cause I'm playing at my own pace where I'm, yeah. I'm just like you, Justin, this is like far behind. Um, and, and I'm, but I'm still ahead of my family and helping them. 
I just learned about this week the the treacherous black market that is turnip pricing. <laughs> yes, I, I I just got into that this week as yeah. well. I had no clue. I saw I saw someone someone was like I was I was I was reading something and someone's like yeah you can come to my turnips uh, for my prices but you have to leave a ten thousand bell donation. I yes. was like what is going on here? Or ten Nook Mile tickets. Yeah, what about was... what about villager trafficking? Wait, what? yeah, yeah, you villager can go there are websites and people pay <laughs> in game currency to invite specific villagers to their yes. islands. Yes. Like ridiculous amounts, like this millions is, upon millions of bells for rare villagers. That. There is such a treacherous dark black market <laughs> in, a, in a game that is so like, but it's, it it's crazy. Like, it's it's like watching like an episode of Black Mirror. Do you know what I mean? Like everything <laughs> looks normal at the front, and you're like, so Tom, maybe, the maybe there's some shady just, stuff going on. Maybe yeah, the new eternal crossover thing may happen in the end. Like there's just I. I <laughs> yes. Every every day I'm in our chat. I was like, "Wait a second! There's an interest rate. Wait a second! There's a black market for turnips. What this isn't? <laughs> there's fake art. I don't know what's going on anymore. I just wanted to fish. I, I just wanted to fish, in, right? And, and not get an egg, like, right? Yes, and not get an egg. <laughs> get an egg. It was going to be like an eco terrorist that shows up, and the bunny doesn't leave me alone. Well, I just got introduced to a couple of things with the turnip stuff where you can actually go to somebody built a website where you can look for people who are selling or trading their ability to come in and sell your turnips, you know, for those things, like you said, for, you know, a drop of some bells or some t- nook mile tickets. But then uh, Drew in our discord also said, hey, I went to Twitter and I just looked up, you know, turnip you know, prices or whatever. And you just follow people who are posting it in Twitter. Yeah. 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 That's right. Turnip and Dodo code. Uh, (laughs) And then you, you just follow people and I was able to sell all my turnips for six Oh seven bells each. So doing that method, doing the Twitch method, but it it took a few hits to try to get it. Somebody to send me their Dodo code. We had an amazing, uh, the first week turnips were out there who sent me uh like sent us a DM and was like, Hey, I'm selling for like 600. You want in? I was like, yes, <laughs> yes, I do. And I thought that was like normal for everything. So I was like, Oh, this is great. And then I was like, Oh no, no, no that's, that's that a very is rare not price. normal. And it was, it was so weird. Cause it was like DM. I was like, huh, why don't we just tell everybody this? Slide on in. Now I can kind of figure out why. Mm-hmm. Yeah, originally yeah. mine today was just two sixteen, and then I said I'm going to hold on to it and see if I can find a better price. So yeah, it's I crazy. Don't if, I don't know if we've talked about it before, but I've heard about those where you know you can only have up to seven other people on the island at once, and every time someone logs, oh a thirty yes. or a sixty second wait, yeah, before you can actually do anything. And yep. I ran into that. When I was visiting the island, so, I had to, I took a few steps, and then I had to wait for another person to come in, and then took a few steps yeah, trying to make it he, to the nook. You gotta, you gotta like, run it. You so gotta if run you a advertise, queue. you have high, high sell rate. Yeah. Set up your your system. Don't expect to touch it for at least ten minutes. Because <laughs> people, start- it was, it's I crazy. Heard. I'm it's learning crazy. so much about this shady, shady world. <laughs> I would I'm rather just loving. do it internally, you know, so I could save some time. But man, that was that was that does cause some stress. <laughs> yeah. Jason, how many hours have you sunk into this thing already? Not that many. Um, yeah. I think I haven't checked honestly. Um, I bet you I'm still under 60, okay. you know, okay. cause like I'm at the point now I'm, I'm still like very much gated with what I can accomplish in a day. So I kind of yeah. go in, harvest fruit, yeah. dig up my fossils, run around, collect some junk, then I'm done. 
come back in the afternoon, check prices, and then. Jason, I feel like you and I have the same routine, buddy. That's the exact same thing yeah. I do. I'm, I'm still, I still have, I'm waiting on my eighth villager to move in tomorrow. And then I think then that'll open things up and I can actually more, but okay. yeah, I think you're definitely ahead of me then. I think I've only got like three or four villagers in my place. Now. Step it up. I know. Right. I was excited. I got invited to a fishing tournament recently. <laughs> JC I'm showed, still trying to get that. CJ showed up and I was like, what is going on, buddy? Like I was excited. I'm still trying to get that one. Yeah. I don't know. It's crazy stuff. Um, any of these updates, Jason, like, like interest you the most? Um, I, the whole wedding thing kind of confuses me, right? I mean, that, that's an interesting addition and like how they'll implement that in the game. But I mean, the get, market, like, yeah, we get our waifu simulator and animal crossing, but they're like <laughs> animals and they're, mm-hmm. it's kind of like a whole <laughs> new subsector of yeah. people on the internet. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I don't. I don't know. Um, I just want to play. You yeah, know, I'm just go. playing. I'm just kind of playing yeah. my own way, and I'm happy. Like, especially I'm going for like a more natural look. So I guess like the the whole having Leaf come in and set up his shop, and I can buy more things to throw around the island. That's great. That that works for me. Yeah, yeah. I, I uh, l- let me ask you this, and maybe Jason, what do you think of, of Nintendo's communication strategy? I guess or DLC strategy, right? And this is very contradictory, or or a. Uh, a juxtaposition, Ooh. perhaps a flux-to-position, mm. right? <laughs> right? <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Ring the bell. That was a great one. Um, <laughs> to, like, uh, their communication with DLC uh, as, it, you know, in almost comparison to Super Mario Maker 2. You know, I I like this. I like how good when stuff can stay under wraps. And, I, I mean, I guess it depends on how much if you look for it because there's always, you know, some corner of the web of, with enthusiasts that are, that things are data-mined or, or leak, but for the for the most part, Nintendo does a pretty good job of keeping stuff under wraps. I just it's fun when stuff comes out of no out of nowhere, and all of a sudden there's this video, and you're like, "What? What is this? Oh my god!" And it's out tomorrow. Oh, yeah. this is great! You know, and it's just exciting and it's fun, and I I, I like it. I mean, honestly, I, I just want I want my coffee. I want Brewster back in. I want my coffee shop in Animal Crossing. That's what I'm that's what I'm looking for. But I, it's just it's fun when things come out like that and you know it just you get this nice uh video that explains things it's quick hits the points you know i don't need i don't need six 20 minute directs dedicated to these smash bros mechanics and things like that like you know i like it when it's simplified quick hit in and out um i like what they're doing i like what they're doing Uh, i'll be interested to see how long they keep this pace up do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. do they like as we as we come to the end of June? Do we expect another like, hey, three minute quick trailer? Here's what you can expect in July, you know, August, September. Yeah. Extra, like, like as we go through a full year cycle with Animal Crossing, because you'd think there's got to be updates in there, right? Oh, it's winter. It's Halloween. It's all these kind of things, right? Like, what is what is year two look like? Animal Crossing year three. We know it's such an evergreen title, right? We yeah. know that people put in. You know, oh, I've put in 400 hours in Animal Crossing. I'm like, what are you doing with your life? You're like, I'm collecting bells and I'm living my best life. Quit judging me, right? Because I'm people like and my I bills. Can, right, yeah, exactly. Tom Nook has got me by the, but you know, like you're just, you're just <laughs> by the bells. Forward. The by the bells. Uh, Tom yep. Nook has me by the bells. Um, <laughs> but like, you, you have people just check in and, and to your point, I harvest my fruit, I find some more dinosaur uh, fossils. I'm happy. Do you know what I mean? And I wonder, and especially this kind of connects with the conversation we had earlier about it's massive sales, right? We know that it's moving. We know people are engaged with the topic. And to your point, Tim, earlier, does this mean it's now A tier? 
what does year two, year three, year four look like? Do they take the same approach as something like a Smash Brothers, where it is, you can see it's, you know, we're now almost under two years of Smash Brothers, and that content continues to grow even more so. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think, Jason? <sighs> you know, I'm not really sure, to be honest with you. I mean, the, this year, just starting looking the like trying to look the rest of this year. I don't even know what's coming. Like, if you ask me, I don't even know what's coming on the horizon so much this year. Like, what we have in terms of heavy hitters or big releases coming. So, it's good to have something like this to to stave the. I don't want to say stave the masses, but to keep people occupied and keep people excited mm-hmm. in the games that they do have to play. Um, and that's a good point you bring up. Like, are they going to? Is this a pace that they can continue to churn out content like this? And then they have to wonder how. Okay, how much was this that you know just due to constraints, wasn't able to make the original release window or was it, you know, I, I don't, I hate saying like content that was purposely left off in order to be, you know, brought in down the, you know, along the way, but like, especially with animal crossing, you know, like these were all pieces, like my exposure is only going to back to like newly, if you're looking at things that were, were in the base game. And so it's like, well, well, that's part of the animal crossing experience. Why didn't we get it inside of new horizons? But, um, I'll have to think on that some more before I can give okay. you a, like a full that's all right. a full answer. I also wonder if we're ever going to see this transition to paid DLC or paid season patent. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, I wonder how far that, like, because to your point in some ways, right? Like, you've already got them in the door. <laughs> you've already got the system. You've already got them purchased, right? Ideally, what you want is you want to upsell, right? I right. mean, let's, let's convert on. Let's convert on. That's the Pokemon model. That's the Smash Brothers model, right? We've seen this consistently with Nintendo's franchises, right? So how do you move? And, and I'd argue Splatoon did this really well, right? Here's all of our free updates. And by the way, now we have this uh, Octo Pass for yeah. that extra kind of mini game that puts yeah. in there, right? Like, so at what point does Nintendo kind of like transition it into? And by the way, you get your free updates, and here's your twenty dollars, and you get a year pass of love, whatever that is, right? Yeah. And you'd think that they're going to want to monetize, and especially when you look at as big as their sales are, and as big as those numbers are going to be when finally announced. Right, like it kind of makes logical sense. I, I, I would think. Uh, Tim, what are your thoughts on some of the stuff? Um, yeah, with every the way the things are lately, it's hard to predict anything with Nintendo right now. So, I mean, I was just trying to look up something where you were mentioning about whether we're going to get continue to get free updates, and then when is it going to become paid? And I thought they mentioned something about that for Animal Crossing that the first year I think was going to be. Mm you know, free stuff for the seasons, but I, I'm looking for that just to make sure because I don't want to say sure. anything wrong, but okay. I could have swore I, something's clicking in my head and make me think that there was something that was said that, you know, they're going to be supporting this game for so long. And then what's going to happen after that? We don't know. Obviously they don't say that far, but, but yeah, it's, um, I could see them doing DLC. It yeah. makes sense. I so, feel like they could like, there's an opportunity for like some more multiplayer aspects with this game too and just have like some more like remember in like in um new leaf they had like that you know you go to the island and they had like those like mini games you could play oh, yeah, yeah. and stuff like that so yeah. some- oh yeah because you they'd still have that dock over there i don't know what they're gonna use that for you could probably catch a boat to go somewhere with that yeah so there's so much Captain potential yet. right right <laughs> yeah do so it's uh yeah. there's definitely potential there and uh, uh yeah I, th- I think you know speculations like have all the so time travel or this which could perhaps bunny days then non-denominational egg bunny day 
Right. <laughs> but, you know, so so they still could have the event, but be a different event than previous. We don't know what they're playing. And something that uh, Nintendo Chat brought up the other day was the uh, cosmetics, potentially, for DLC, too. I mean, they could make a killing on that, mm, just like sure. Fortnite does. You know, they, yeah. you can just buy this outfits yeah <laughs> bring in from their own properties or even oh yeah I mean, right because that's the thing we don't have we don't have like you saw a new leaf you had all like the little just little collectibles you have you know you could have your little metroid sitting around your house your little r-wing all these yeah. your your yeah. um your invincibility star all that stuff yeah but i guess what it, it you know, is back yes <laughs> Does does something like uh, I guess those costumes come into play when there's and again I, this is my only, this is literally my first crack at Animal Crossing so I don't know if it exists in the same way but like there's so much customization you can currently do on outfits and designs and stuff like that like so they brought up the same point but, but it okay. was more of you know that's a flat service it's just you know pixelated mm. designs yeah. whereas opposed to where if you're getting like a theme pack like okay. it's going to be individual items and, and okay. Yeah, exactly. Depth and design and stuff like that. It'd be more detailed. So I know the 3DS version has QR codes. You can just any yes. yes. mechanism to yep. share. Yeah. In fact, you can use your real phone, I believe. If I yes. Correctly. Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah, man, so I, I know. I know you can use the app to scan QR codes from other games. Can you make something the Switch version and then somehow share it? Yeah. Yep. Actually, hold on a second. There we go. You can't see that one. There yep, is the right there. Dad's Crossing T-shirt. Yeah. Uh, that I have. So all I need to do is enter in that, that code, which is on there, and uh, the short sleeve t-shirt comes my way. Yeah, the, the, able, like the Able Sisters have a kiosk in their store yeah. that you can share designs through that. Okay. I was like I was like two weeks behind everyone reaching this point, so I was seeing all this stuff on Twitter, and I was like, this is <laughs> so weird. That looks cool, but I'll just delete that and move on. And I was like, son of a biscuit box. I wish I'd saved that. I saw a lot of great costumes. Yeah, right. it's amazing what you can do with that stuff. But definitely, yeah. if they yeah. do some sort of DLC, it's I think it's going to be a little bit more intricate. Yeah, I'm big into making pixel art in there. That's what I've been wasting time doing. So nice, awesome. Yeah, yeah like there's people like recreate NES scenes. Yes, that's yes. lots of pixel art. Someone yeah. uh, mother was it sixteen by sixteen? Yeah, or the thirty-two by thirty-two. Uh. No, maybe it might only be. I think maybe it's thirty-two. I don't know. I'm not completely sure. You don't have a lot to work with either way. You don't have a lot. I mean, you can fit like frog from Chrono Trigger. That's like almost takes up the whole space. So anything bigger than that, I mean, not it's not happening. Yeah, I saw someone do an overworld of like Super Mario Three, the first world, I think, uh, in that pixel art. Uh, speaking of like crazy designs, I someone does someone do Earthbound. Uh, yeah, and, uh, like he yes. designed Earthbound. I was like, "What is like so crazy?" This entire thing is just somebody like, did um, Mario Mario One One did that whole thing too. Really, man, it's it's or incredible to see taking the terraforming, just crazy and making Hyrule on, on uh, the yeah. island. That was that was nuts. <laughs> yeah, yeah I think Andre did. All right, uh, we're going to move on to so that's Animal Crossing, folks. Uh, I would yeah, I would be remiss if I did not mention you should listen to the End Dad's Crossing or End Dad Crossing podcast. Oh, you fixed a, it. Uh, I did. I was like, I'm not going to get yelled at. These guys yelled at me last time. I'm not going to do this. End Dad Crossing podcast. Uh, the guys over there do a fantastic job breaking down uh, all the Animal Crossing news. So if you like that, guys, make sure you subscribe to our channel. Uh, it's on our YouTube site, it's on our podcast feed, 
They do an amazing yeah, job. The, the Although, Dead, Dead Crossing podcast is on the same feed that the yeah. Ironically, I heard they had recorded an episode on it, and then the announcement came out for this. Yes. They scrapped their entire, I think they scrapped the episode they did and had to redo it again. Do new one. I was like, Welcome yeah. to the world of working in like Nintendo and, yeah. and gaming. Like that's this is why well, we record on Thursdays. It. Unless <laughs> they changed it last minute, last discussion I saw before they did the recording, they said, "Let's do uh, a new part to the beginning of the show, but leave our predictions in just to show if oh. we met those predictions." Okay. Now, I don't know if they stayed with that idea. Okay, uh, but that's what. And unfortunately, I've been, I'm way behind. I'm on all my podcasts, so I don't that's get to listen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we, I think we all are, right? That's like everyone says that, yeah. Yeah, I feel so bad because I like I was, I was reading that too. I was like, so, there's some great content out there, but I am so far behind. It's not even funny. Uh, I want to shift gears to some kind of dubious actions. We've talked about fantastic mm. things, sales, Animal Crossing, Super Mario Maker 2 updates. Well, let's talk about some dubious, sketchy things that happened with the Nintendo Switch this last week. Let's start with the first one. Uh, Tim, you have here in your notes, shopping bots are allowing resellers to buy switches within seconds, creating a shortage. Tell us more about that. Oh, my gosh. Scalpers. They're the bane of our existence. Okay. <laughs> no, it's just it's it sucks because, I mean, all these all these people want a switch and there's somebody's going to pay for it. Obviously, resellers or the scalpers. We're making bank. They're making money moves, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're paying for these uh, developers or you know coders to create a bot, um, an AI system, machine learning, whatever you want to call that. But a bot that can go out and identify, hey, Target has these uh, that they're selling, um, and the bot can go in and start. Notif either I'm not sure exactly if it notifies the resellers to immediately go in or if the bot automatically goes in. I, and I think the bot will place the order. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, I know some sites can can block that to a certain extent with the cash stuff or the um the, the whatever you call that thing the where you have to put in a code at the end to, make, to yeah, show that you're human. Like but, the the pop, most popular script. The author's intent was for people to use it to buy one system, not all the systems yes. for one person <laughs> to then resell at double the price. Yeah. Is it like a brick and mortar site or something like that? There's, there's one site that uses that where you can put in the SKU and it tells you, uh, Hey, we got a hit that Walmart has these in stock and then, and what location. So, um, and I'm sure it's, you know, these shopping bots go one step further by saying, okay, we found that SKU. Now we're putting in the order with your, these details that you have in here. So, I'm sure they have like, you know, the credit card already loaded up and all that and all the details for it, the bot just go through. So it's crazy. I can't get a bot to test certain things on some software at my work, but I you can get a bot to maybe <laughs> scalp a Nintendo Switch easily. So <laughs> Yeah. That definitely definitely sucks, right? And yeah, especially talk- especially when you got all these people who want one, you know, for real. Right. So that's the unfortunate part. Yeah, exactly. And we, we talked about earlier, you know, Nintendo is in a shortage of sale, you know, shortage in this time. We've got people who just, you know, and, and unfortunately, people looking to make a quick buck, right? It's same kind of the same ideas. I shouldn't say same idea, but like, hey, let's buy up all the toilet paper at Costco, right? Yeah. And let's try and sell it. Like, you're like, come on, really? Come on. Yeah. Uh, so if you're doing that, stop. Please don't, right? Let's, let's, don't be jerks. 
That's my I also lesson. heard that uh, Nintendo was plenty some million. Here. Just go on that guy's uh, imager page and make your own. Right. Yeah. There's, I've read, I watch videos on that too, where a lot of people are going and uh, making their own by using parts from broken ones because of the shortages. That's crazy. So it's like, I just saw a picture of everything all mapped out where, you know, all these pieces that were good, they're, you know, all mapped out, taking it all from the, the broken ones that they bought and still can make a, a Nintendo <laughs> switch for 200 bucks or something like that. You know, yeah, I, I, know I remember I tried, Put in PDS lights. That was- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, sometimes it can go wrong. Now, what I would say, if you're a person who's out there looking for a Switch and you can't find one, I will say this. I have seen them in Costco. That appears to be a spot that, and I don't know if because they don't have an online infrastructure the same way, because you actually have to go into the actual building you have and to purchase them. To you have to be a member uh, as well. Gatekeeper. So if- yeah, so if you're a person who's looking for a Switch, or maybe uh, your Switch maybe coming to the end of its life cycle, or you're trying to maybe pick one up for a friend and help them out, check out Costco. Uh, I know up here in Canada, there have been a ton of them. Um, so that may be somewhere to look as well. So again, guys, that is Costco. And if you are having success and you found one that you're looking for, take a picture, send it to us, let us know. We're happy. Applaud to you. Yay. Awesome. Uh Speaking of other really kind of nefarious actions happening in, in Nintendo as well, Nintendo confirms an investigation reports of unauthorized logins. So this has kind of hit the news circuit the last couple of days here. And I know a good friend of ours, Bobby Paul, the Nintendo guru, actually had his account, um, his Nintendo account, yeah. access. And apparently someone bought a whole bunch of... Um, Fortnite currency, Some good old V box. V box. There it is. I was like, "What is it called?" Yeah, Fortnite I, currency. I, I, saw, I saw someone on a face. Seven transactions of. Oh, and actually, in our group, uh, Christopher uh, Logel, who is our or Chris, uh, who is our kind of our author right now on our website, blog. actually yeah. blog says he goes. I he has said I had my Nintendo account hacked on Easter Sunday, Ooh. but I was able to change the password and set up two factor authentication was anyone else affected by this have any of you guys been affected by this yet i have two factor set up already so yep i have two factor as well although like i was going through and i was updating our our budgeting software today and all of a sudden there's like this weird paypal transactions like no they got me and i was like oh just my wife (laughs) she still got you though she still got you yeah she got you yeah it's it's uh just to be clear too because I was nervous about this too, but it's there. Nintendo is investigating the reports. They haven't quite confirmed whether it's true or not, but right. we're seeing a lot of it. So, I mean, yeah. we could see that it is happening, yeah. but they haven't come out and said, Oh yeah, we got hit. Was was so, there a recommendation to unlink your PayPal too? If you had those, that link to your account, or is it just mainly to set up two factor? I just read two factor because it's, what they were seeing was no two-factor accounts were being up. And, and they do have, and I, and, and I think, you know, this happened, I think the majority of this, I shouldn't say majority, it seemed to pop off, I would say at least, on the weekend, right? Yeah, and, no. and very quickly, I noticed, you know, I'd seen, you know, again, Bobby's post that he had to get that sorted. And then Monday, like on the news section of my Nintendo Switch said, you know, like when you turn on the like, news items on the top left-hand side, there's three stacked. Yep. Number one said two-factor authentication. Yeah. So I know that they're proactively trying to communicate to people two-factor authentication. And I think they even sent out a tweet this week as well about 
two-factor authentication. Yes. Um, I didn't have two-factor sure. authentication on my device. I do now. I've set that up. <laughs> I will tell you that right away. Yep. Um, so yeah, I do think that, that it's a very important thing. If you haven't done that, make sure you take the time. It's a relatively easy. It's downloading an additional app, yep. right? Um, to help. The only time it becomes a headache is if you get a new phone. <laughs> That's the only time it becomes a headache. I have not done a purchase yet with my two two-factor authentication. So I'm curious how this is going to work. Do you know how it works? Like, so you put in your normal password. And uh, so Tim, if you want to just tell us your password here, just as an example. Yeah, of that. Sure. Yeah. My password is. Yeah. And your credit card number. Go is jump in a lake. The back. No. <laughs> I love Minnesota. Yeah. Exclamation point. Exactly. Yeah. 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 No, it's uh, uh, that's why I'm saying whenever you change your phone, two factor is the only time it ever takes effect for me. Um, Cause I recently changed my phone. But whenever I go to the site normally, I still enter in my regular password. It's whenever you go to a new device and it doesn't recognize that device, it asks for that second authentication. And you have to put in that two-factor authentication code from, say, like Google Authenticator. Okay. But like if I'm buying a game on the eShop on my Switch, how does that work? Because normally I put put in my password. You don't need it there. You won't need it there. Two oh, factor okay. is not needed on your switch. It's only on needed your device. if you go to to your like, so like, like a web browser, your phone, yeah. yep. or uh, your computer. Oh. When you go to the eShop or the web shop to buy your stuff there, that's when uh, you need the two factor. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. I was a little bit curious about that, but now that makes a little bit more sense. Okay, interesting. Yep. Unless, well, yeah, because then there's the password. Because right now I have my password turned off on my switch so uh but when i was sharing it for the brief moment with sam i had it turned on where you needed the password but it's still i don't it's been a while so i don't believe it asked for the two factor authentication code there because it was already authenticated right yeah um so i i'm sure someone will correct me if i'm wrong (laughs) in the on the switch itself but i don't remember experiencing that part of it on the switch it's only on other devices where you can purchase a switch title okay interesting so if you're purchasing on device you're you're okay but if you're using a web browser or something that's where that, if that you're comes purchasing it on a switch itself you should be okay. fine okay i guess same idea of like well sure look at we have the case when we log into our nintendo dad's account right we'll get an email of like it looks like somebody from california right. is exactly. trying to log in is this you no <laughs> yes and even if it is still on the switch it's only once you don't do it every time so yeah. if, if it's been that far back that i don't remember it was only that one time and i've had my switch day one so yeah. um yeah it should only happen once you won't have to do it on every purchase uh sean capri says Masson, is that after you fax in your account information yes sean i will fax in my account information first but i'll send you tim's <laughs> start off with that excellent uh episode yes the people who did it who were hacked did not have two-factor authentication uh, on so that's why we're encouraging people to turn it on all right um those are kind of our big news items i'm going to k- kick into a quick rumor we'll spend about three minutes in this pocket uh, and then we'll move on to what we've been playing So rumor, rumor has a who, rumor has a who. Um, you can use that sound like future, Ooh. Jesse. You're welcome. You're welcome. And Jason, because you're here, I think you everybody can take, uses you can that take it as well. Like, right? Um, everybody a uses A listing <laughs> for Super Mario 3D World for Switch appeared at Best Buy. 
with a SKU number of 6352130 has a price tag currently of $60. Why do I bring this up? Because we had the rumor a couple months or a couple weeks ago that Super Mario World for the Switch would be coming this year as the celebration of 35 years of Super Mario along with potentially other games. Jason, do you buy into this rumor, sir? I yeah. I I mean, I want it. I will play 3D World again. Okay. Sign me up. Give me take my money. Here's $60. <laughs> I'm an I'm a Nintendo apologist. I'm a all sucker. Right. I'm all the things, but yeah, I do. I mean, I think I I, I think I buy into just because I want it. I want some sort of <sighs> some sort of bundle of great other Mario games. I just yeah. I'll play them and I will cherish them. All Stars too. Well, I was going to ask you, Jason. What I want. <laughs> I'm going to throw this as a curveball question to you. Nintendo has now appointed you the design authority on building a bundled package of Super Mario games, but you can only, sir, put in three of the Super Mario games of all time. Whatever those three games are to you, what does that bundle look like? Mm. What three games do you put in there? Ah, Well, if I'm looking at what hasn't been touched yet, I'm going to, I'm going to put in, because it's for me, I'm going to put in 64 Sunshine and Galaxy. Okay, so so you're really hoping that rumor is dead true, then, because that's exactly what the rumor is, right? Okay. I mean, take the. I mean, I'm I'm taking the low hanging fruit, I guess. But yeah, I mean, I want to. I I want to play a improved version of 64. I'd have no desire to go back and play play that. And I I love Sunshine. Uh, I still have the cart for whatever. I still have the disc for whatever reason. And I'll never touch my GameCube. And then um, you know, I, I didn't have a Wii, so I I would love to play Galaxy. Oh, okay. And I had Galaxy too for a hot minute on Wii U, but just didn't really do much with it. Yeah, that's very cool. I like that. Yeah, those are, those are, I think, all fantastic. And I think that, you know, spoiler alert for, if you've not finished Super Mario Odyssey, pause here, come back in two minutes, all right? Uh, and I think, you know, when you look at, like, the end of Odyssey with the, the Super Mario 64 world they had built, right? Like, that was such a, like, oh, wow, like, this could look so awesome in this kind of engine. So I do wonder, like, if that was almost a bit of a, testing of nostalgia yeah, but they, whether people right, are enthusiastic. I think it was Galaxy 2 one of the, the first world yeah 64 is so so classic then people says we need this yeah, yeah. <laughs> give me all the things yeah and now I like, add on to Jason's thing to where I know you your list. Jason was the one that was appointed as yeah, the, the three the three we add the bonus game because even it's going to be a fourth sorry Justin you have to have the fourth because it's a bonus hidden game uh, it's okay. Galaxy 2 you unlock Galaxy 2 when you beat but, those first but you, three. But you need to get all 251 <laughs> stars first. Good luck. Yes, there you go. Ooh, <laughs> now. Yeah, yeah. So Jason, you're buying in that they're gonna they're gonna put out a 35 kind of year celebration I think, of yeah. it's a celebration I, Mario. I, just, I wanted it I want it to be a thing. And then we're gonna get uh I buy into that next when we get the Zelda uh, anniversary and give me some Zelda collection. I just want to play Wind Waker again. I'll yeah. buy it. I'll buy it a third right. time. <laughs> awesome. Zelda 2 needs a remake. <laughs> That that I would I get behind that too. I am error. That that's the less to stay though. I am error has to stay. All right, folks, we're going to uh, hit some quick events, giving you some updates about events that are going on, and then we'll move into what we've been playing. We have to Jason. give it a moment. We do have to give them that moment. Uh, Ninjala's exclusive Ninja Club beta test happens next week. You can actually currently download the exclusive Ninja Club demo in the eShop right now. There are some time zones you may need to check, but the dates are the 28th and 29th 
Uh, you'll have a time to jump in there for about an hour to get your hands on with the game. So that is occurring next week. Splatoon 2, what? Splatoon 2 is back, ladies and gentlemen. There's going to be a special free demo uh, next week on April 29th. How interesting that that's the same time as Ninjala's demo. How interesting. Um, and they they are bringing back Splatfest on May 22nd. It is Mayo versus Ketchup. Um, so if you're a fan of Splatfest and you've been missing it, apparently you come back and play it. And this we is such that a, on the first time they ran that. Such a weird timing to bring this back. Jason, what do you think of them bringing back Splatoon I, out of nowhere? I, I don't know where that's coming from. I mean, I thought Splatoon was done and then... Uh, all of a sudden, I get like an everyone tag in a couple servers, and they're like, "This is not a joke." Splatfest. Like, okay, all right. Um, is Nintendo looking back at its catalog in 2017 and going, "Should we dust something off?" I mean, right? I, I mean, yeah, arms, I mean, arms, arms had a demo yeah. recently, right? Or a, or a free, free access? Yeah, free, yeah, free access. You're getting one of the characters now added to Smash Brothers. Like, what is happening? Well, we here? don't know what's. We have very little knowledge of what's comes to the year. So, why? yeah, yeah. So what do you think? I mean, I kind of go back to my earlier point. You know, we, you know, we don't know what's going on for the rest of the year. We've got some delays because of what the world, the state of everything. Now, let's reinvigorate our current library let's get people playing some stuff that's already out there i mean I, you know and if they let's let's i mean i'll admittedly if they put support in splatoon there's still a huge community that would still yeah. play in splatfest every time it would come up you know i think there's a lot of people that that miss that about that game and i think it's i mean do i think i mean could we see them like all of a sudden like let's just redo splatfest again i i don't know i mean but all of a sudden on my timeline, I'm having there's ketchup and mayonnaise debates going on like crazy. So I mean, <laughs> this is what this is what happens. The power of Nintendo. I right. mean, hmm. I wonder if there'd be some interesting crossovers between some of the other franchises, right? Will we see Animal Crossing somehow crossover Splatoon? Mm. Like, could there be some more cross pollination as well to bring people it's interesting stuff? Uh, Tetris '99, the twelfth Maximus Cup, uh, featuring Ring Fit Adventure, starts tomorrow actually in play. To earn at least a thousand or sorry, a hundred event points to unlock uh, the Ring Fit Adventure theme. We were seeing this big earlier in last year or back half of last year, Tetris 99 themes and Maximus Cups. Uh, they're kind of reinvigorating this franchise a little bit as well. It's been kind of dormant for the last yeah. six months. Um, I think the last big one was either, I think Pokemon was the last big theme one. I'm actually shocked we haven't seen an Animal Crossing theme one mm. for it as well, yeah. but yeah. Uh, very interesting to see what happens. So those are events to be aware of, folks. Guys, let's jump into what we have been playing. Jason, as is tradition here, sir, you are the guest, Ooh. so please do tell us what have you been playing. Sir? Sure, um, to just give the grand the grand scheme of things here, um, you know, Animal Crossing. Obviously, I've got the routine. Got to make my bells. Got to pay off some debt. I have to make my my daily tribute to my raccoon overlord. <laughs> um, so you know that that's and people can probably wax poetic on that plenty of times. Everyone knows what what's to come there. Um, I've 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 fallen back into my my Smash Bros train and then playing that like crazy um when there's like i i I don't know why it took so long but i finally i won some tournaments and the uh, online mode so uh you know uh, (laughs) kind of not a big deal but kind of kind of of a big deal 
the crown is heavy on the head, isn't it? it a little bit, a little bit. But <laughs> you know, that's I mean, that's my most played game on the Switch. I think I'm at close in like 400 hours. Wow, Smash. So I think that's always going to be the thing I'll go back and play and just to fool around with and have fun. And then um, at the uh, the urgings of Donnie, Donnie Reese from PSVG, mm-hmm. um, little indie title called Kunai that's out there on the on the eShop. He told me mm-hmm. like he really thought it'd be a game up my alley, and it's kind of like a it's a indie slight metroidvania in the way that you know you have to get some upgrades to access different levels it's got a really um kind of unique art style it kind of visually i don't know it kind of reminds me of, of, of hollow knight in a way mm. not in the sort of uh it's not similar aesthetics it doesn't really have that dark but i mean just something about it, it's it's got like this little animated almost like a flash animation kind of look to it but you're you're played your little character you're actually like you're called tabby and literally you're like a a robot with a tablet head and it's interesting because um the way the face displays during the different animations you're you're doing on screen but the game has like the combat's pretty basic you know you have a katana with a sword attack and it has like a decent weight to it when you do strike enemies it has like a nice little kickback and you it feels like there's some weight there but you eventually uh, you unlock like they're called your kanai and they're like you know especially it's like a grappling dagger you know you can shoot it up in different you know left and right trigger shoots the left or the right and so it really has some interesting grapple and um swinging mechanics because of that and i could really see people like speed running that game because you can really get some momentum and really fly through the levels but i think i probably put maybe 10 12 hours into it totally you know it wasn't like a, a mind-blowing length but it was just a fun fun little experience to play through and i think it was i can't i think it was on i think it just released maybe within the past two weeks so i think it had like a decent sale on the shop and i had coins and and credit so i was like it, nothing it released early february but uh okay okay so you know I, 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 I was close i was close <laughs> Um, so it was no, you know, no out of pocket expense. So I was like, sure, I'll, I'll, I'll drive it to jump in and play around with it. And it was just, it was fun. You know, I, I didn't know anything about it going out. It's always weird when you go off a friend's recommendation, cause you never know going in blind. Like, yeah, do, do they know you as well as they think, you know, you, in this case, Donnie, Donnie did. And then it was fun. It was fun to kind of play through it and just kind of tool around and man, really that's been it. You know, I just, uh, the work from home stuff, it's kind of, I've, I've been playing more games than ever because it's nice now. Instead of water cooler talk for like 10 minutes, like, oh, I'm just gonna, let me just uh, get some bells here and then yeah. go off and do my thing. And if I really, if I want to go back a little bit further, um, my co-host Lucas and I had played through Chrono Trigger. Well, he's still finishing it. I got, I got hooked. I rampaged through. We played uh, Chrono Trigger together. So we, I was playing through that. So that's really, that covers everything. That's awesome. Chrono Trigger uh, is one of those ones for me that is missed. I have never played it. Uh, I have a DS copy of it, just that's, like that. Actually, that's the, that's the version I, I, I eBayed to, to play okay. it. So that's okay. a great, a great version right there. Okay. And that was the whole, that's the whole. That's the whole reason we did it because, like, I had never from start to finish completely. I had never done. It. I'd played the game, started numerous times, and I wanted to actually kind of complete the journey. So I, I, if you ever get the time, Justin, then like okay. 25, 25 ish hours you're looking at, really? I mean, it's, okay. it's, it's worth it. It's so good. It feels like there's sometimes there are games that like on systems that like you, you know, you missed, right? Like it feels like, Oh, that's a, that's a, that's a, uh, a glaring blind spot. Right. And that's one for me that is always kind of haunting me. I'm like, no, I have to do that one because yeah. there's so much positivity I've heard about it. So yeah, that's awesome. Do you mind me asking Jason, who do you main at in a smash? Falco, Falco Lombardi. He's okay. he's always been uh he's my love affair, the bird. All right. Excellent, excellent. 
And uh, obviously, we're talking about Smash, you know, we're talking about the DLC, Fighter Pass 2. Uh, I'll start with this. Fighter Pass 1, I assume you got it. No, uh, I don't own any. I don't own any of the DLC oh, okay. for Smash, right. and that's say... the funny thing. I didn't in Wii U. I didn't buy any of the DLC either because I think I like I play with so many of the vanilla characters. Yeah, and so I'm always hoping like people ask me like, what would it take, and you know, and entice me to get it. And I'm like, I'm sure they're eventually just gonna be like that. Like Banjo Kazooie did move the needle, and I thought, I thought that was gonna be the one, but there wasn't any one character that I like. I just I felt like I had to, you know, had to play as play as. But like, if you gave me like put Earthworm Jim as a character, hmm. Sign me Can up. I do it. Sign me up. That'll okay. do it. All right. All right. I was going to ask you if you had any kind of early bets on who you think will be in season two. <sighs> I can't I even. Say, I mean, Earthworm Jim would be a big uh, marketing push for a meetup. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, like the thing is, like, if they ever did, like, the characters I'd like to see, they already have as like assist trophies. So I just don't mm. think we're ever like. I'm sure everyone else would say it too, but I'd love to be a shovel knight. That'd be great. And um he's in he's already in brawl out but like hyperlight drifter and that game was so the drifter was so awesome as a fighter in that so i think in in smash he'd be such a sweet character as well but that's already happened so i don't see that taking taking place but um nah, nothing that feels like this is they're just gonna give us another fire Emblem character anyway so what, what's the matter <laughs> that's, yeah. that's exactly it right how many more are we gonna get before all right uh jesse what do you got all right, so you know, last week I played most of Pixel Cross Adventure, finished that up. I, there was a few puzzles that were real. One of them was actually like underneath Overbrush, so you mm. only saw a very small fraction of I eventually did find them all. When I was done with that, I I, I think I'm called Wild True, kind of a very a simplified pro, uh, programming, to what your cat is saying, and I was getting frustrated because he was getting frustrated watching it. He's an app developer too, so that definitely is not a game if you not if if you don't have any logic puzzles. And if you didn't, you're not going to like that. I'd still recommend. There's still it was an, play just this, on a programming. If I wanted to progress, I'm just gonna. I don't find that sort. Of, so when I when I gave up on that, I found out that a game called Voxelgram. It's basically the, the the thing that I liked about this Picross 3D game was it had like two sliders, so you, of both dimensions doesn't do that. The trigger is for so once you get used to that, then it, it goes 109 broken up. There's like wow. there's 19 dioramas, each one with 10 puzzles. Solve the puzzle, and <laughs> it's yeah. I still prefer the Picross 3D games if you were, but uh, you know have that. I have I th- so I'll definitely have the. I'll have the the puzzle the pre-built puzzles, uh, but there's all looked at it yet. Some parameters, and I'll probably do that if I fill with that. Then the Picross S4 that just dropped. <laughs> talking about that one next week. It's crazy. I can't even deal with that. Yeah, all I've right. Never made the jump to 3D Picross. I've, I love the 2D ones, but I've never tried the 3D. It's, hmm. it's, it's the, pu- the the puzzle hints are a little bit different. Instead of like in the yeah, one, here you're, you know the similar two two one will look like five two five squares total. With two gaps, got it. And the gaps don't necessarily—it can be a gap of one. It's still considered. So once you get used to that way of, it still it falls into a, it's basically solving. Hmm. Okay. And then you rotate <sighs> it and go through the layers the other way, and then you. Re- that sounds too too much too much. <laughs> uh, Tim, what have you been playing? Well, just as we talked about Animal Crossing, of course, probably takes up most of my time. But uh, when I don't play that game, uh, I'm still 
trying to knock out the um, Shin Sakai uh, into the depths, which is a Metroid type game, uh, Metroidvania type game. Um, it's it's playing towards being on my list of game of the year. Me, so wow, um, I'm enjoying it very much. It's um, underwater type Metroidvania type game, and just the graphics, the story is keeping me intri- intrigued and in wh- where it's going. It's a very interesting game. Uh, and I talked about it for the past few weeks, so I'm trying not to talk about it again too much. People are probably tired of like, doggone it, Tim. People are like, are you sponsored? Yes. <laughs> Tim's <gonna laughs> but I have that. to shout it out because I really like the game. And it's, as I play it more, this is one thing I did want to say that I forgot that was, it is more exploratory type game than it is um, action if you will. But when you do get to the action points, like fighting the boss for that area or that level, um, it is pretty phenomenal uh, for me, at least my opinion. So uh, the, the bosses are pretty big um, and they're, they're pretty good level of difficulty. And it also depends on what level you turned it on to, because you can put it on easy mode, normal or hard too. So, but um, they can be, a handful which is good but it's a, it feels pretty good when you are fighting them um but actually what took most of my time this past week is playing castlevania collection actually i, I think i took a big um chunk of my saturday where i played a, all day where i played super castlevania 4 because it's for our retro rewind that we're bringing back or that we brought back um and i wanted to play that for when we talk about it on the dinner table show in in may uh and marty played it too he he's he's a monster at that game it's like well at least the first part i watched him play he's sitting there talking like somebody else is playing the game because i can't do that like i can't concentrate on what i'm saying and play at the same time so i'm kind of scared to go on twitch (laughs) but he's sitting there just playing along and talking about everything he he said that first part of the game so yeah it was crazy he's like i'm watching him like did he Are you the game playing a recording? Second, second night. I don't know. I didn't get to watch. I didn't want watch part two because I'm still. Uh, I made it to stage A, which really threw me off because I was like, "Oh yeah, I beat stage nine. I'm ready to go to stage X." You know, because it's Roman numerals, and it said stage A, and I'm like, "Stage A? What's stage A?" Because this is the first <laughs> time I'm playing this game. So hexadecimal just... numbering. <laughs> so yeah, I'm in the castle and all that kind of stuff. So I've got the last part of it to to finish still. So, and I probably would have finished it that night if I would have kept going, but I was like, I need to take a step back. Cause I still have like almost what three weeks before the show <laughs> before we record that show. But yeah, I'm, it's a blast, especially seeing what we talked about in the last dinner table show uh, was the mode seven uh, experience you have in that game where you've got the, you know, the turning cylinder room that you go through mm. and then there's some yeah. other there's some other ones that utilize mode seven some other areas but that room was the one that really utilizes that one and blows your mind because i was when i was looking at it again i've seen it in pictures and i've seen it before but i've never played the game but actually playing through it i was thinking back man if i would have played this when i was a kid and had the super when i had the super nintendo it would have blew my mind it would have been like this is real this is you know <laughs> Look at the, the graphics. Oh my gosh. It's like I'm in the game. <laughs> so yeah, it was it was crazy to see that. And it's the game is still a blast. It's hard, hard. <laughs> and uh 
And yes, I am using the save states to get through the game. So well, th- then you didn't really beat it, Tim. Then I, yeah, I mean, I'm, you're not I'm really just, playing it, so that's what you're matters. A real gamer, Tim, <laughs> not a real gamer. I'm yeah, using the Tim. save states to get you know, so I could finish it and all Let that. Let me stop stuff. you right there. You're not playing the game, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm not playing it, but I am. The game so. is playing you. <laughs> yes. But that's been a lot of fun. And then, of course, I've been I did a video for Let's Play for Path of Giants, uh, which is a puzzle puzzle game type of kind of gives me a little bit of a Captain Toad field that I mentioned Mm. before. And um, Triforce Heroes. Yes. Thanks. Yeah. Because you have to use three three people. Thanks um, to you control three different characters uh, and it's a one player game. So I thought for sure it'd be like, oh, yeah, you can hand somebody a controller and they can, hand, you know, play someone else. But it doesn't have a multiplayer feature, which I was kind of surprised about. But single player wise, you get, just you know, just this puzzler where think think uh, Captain Toad treasure tracker where you're on the isometric view and you're going through, although you can't rotate it all the way around like you can in Captain Toe, you're just looking at it, you can twist it a little bit, uh, and you're solving to get from one end of the platform to another, depending on whether, you know, depending on high or lows and all that kind of stuff. And uh, you have to depend on each other, those characters you're using, uh, to get from one s- step to another. Because hmm. it's, I guess, these platforms were made for giants, if you will. So you have to use your other players or the other um, p- characters you're controlling to get from one step to another, like climb on them to get to the next step. And, and each one represents a color. So I have yellow, blue, and pink, I believe. Mm-hmm. Or uh, three colors. <laughs> and yeah, green, blue, and yellow. So... Um, and you got to get to their rightful colored platform at the top or, you know, across from the, from the area and it triggers them to move on to the next platform. So in each stage, there is probably like probably five levels that you got to get through, uh, climbing each other or getting to each platform or hitting triggers and switches to make other platforms move up and down or turn. So there's a lot of, you know, you got a lot of, a lot of thinking and that's i like that part to where it's okay not too stressful but um it's um I, it's actually pretty relaxing because i just sit there and look at it there's no timer so I, that's what i like i don't like to be rushed you know to try, oh i gotta hurry up get through this because there's a timer but just you don't get any bonus points for getting in a certain amount of time it's just get through the puzzle get it solved and move on to the next one um and they're building up to some sort of story here i that I'm not quite catching on to. I think it's just probably learning about these giants who set up these platforms, but um, there's about, I first, I thought there was 11 stages, uh, but then found out they, this is like a deluxe version of the game where they added on a winter uh, kind of like section. And so you get an additional, I think up to 17 altogether stages. Um, So yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm enjoying it. And uh, like I said, I, I did a Let's Play video of it, just checking out the first, I think, first stage, first levels within the first stage. And uh, go check that one out. And once I'm done getting through this one, I might do a review video just to give it its final thoughts on it. So, and it was pretty, I don't remember how much it was, so I apologize. 
Okay. <laughs> that's all I've been playing. Right, well, that's a lot. That's a lot. Nine dollars. Nine dollars. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, Thanks. I'll be very quick. I've been playing Animal Crossing. All right, moving on. <laughs> uh, let's head over to Jason. Jason, this is our community spotlight. So, uh, Jesse, we got music for this. Very royal. Very regal. And we will we hand this over, Jason, to you to highlight the amazing work that you do. What is it you do? Your podcast, where should people find you? Everything just like this is your platform, sir. What do you amazing want to man? That's a lofty lot. You're sending some lofty expectations sure, out there already, that's you fair. know. You know, it's better than uh, the mega dads. It's all you know. Oh, better yeah, than the I mega mean, dads. <laughs> I mean, I just gotta get out of bed then, right? I just gotta get out of bed. <laughs> right now we're sounding better than the mega dads, by the way. So <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so you know, I I've done I do a podcast mm-hmm. with my my good friend um, Lucas called Flux to Post, Flux to Post uh, We've been doing that, gosh, six years wow. now, quite a while, and um, you know, not not as family friendly as the Nintendo Dads. You know, but there's some cursing, some weird. Sure. We'll go into some weird areas frequently, but you know, it's evolved a lot over the years, and now it's kind of just uh, I don't know we. You know, we hit this most recent year and, you know, he's got two kids now. I have a kid, just a lot of stuff going on. Our lives are busier than normal. So we kind of did some new content structure changes. And um, what do you think we really liked? We like kind of re- not not so much re- rebranding, but like kind of just refocus the show a lot. And, um, you know, it's two guys, you know, it's like hanging out with a good friend and just talking talking shop you know um sometimes we'll talk about a game specifically but then a lot of like slice of life stuff you know just what's going on with us and um the nonsense of the internet and um the weird the weird wormholes you can, you can fall down to fall down inside of while you're out there and then um as you guys mentioned down my my intro i'm part of uh loosely part of psvg not as heavily involved as i used to but you know doing all the great things that over the guys do it uh play some video games with you know nintendo shack um PSV, I mean, they've got a show for everything now. We got a show for wrestling. We got a show for game tech. We've got PlayStation. We've got your Xbox. We've got. If you want to talk about the Fast and Furious series, by gosh, we've got you covered. We got your Vin Diesel and your Paul Walker. We got your Zooming and your Nos. We got it all. <laughs> got everything you need. That's great. I mean, so you know, I'm, I'm doing it all, man. I'm doing it all, but really, just uh, you know, flexible with the passion project and just having fun, having fun doing that, and just. You know, I don't always I don't feel like I always sell myself that well, you know, on here. But, you know, sure. I, just, I, you know, ultimately, I'm just making some stuff that I enjoy doing and um, being true to the content that we want to have. You know, yeah. I've, uh, I do have to give a shout out like the passion project that we did have that I loved a long time ago. We had a great YouTube series, Battle of the Beer. Ah, oh, was so fun. I mean, we would uh, bring a beat. We'd pick a beer style and we each pick a beer and then we would drink it up, record video score it we had this beer board that updated with rankings and we had i will say some fine editing it was great content <laughs> but man i tell you what it was such a painstaking process to to produce that you know and especially like you have to tell your wife well honey i'm going to be out of the house for probably like four or five hours and i'm going to be having beer too so um you take care of the kid i'll be back later it's cool right okay After love you too drinks. love you too <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but yeah you know and uh I've been, you know, thanks for the invite on the show. You know, I've been, I've been listening to you guys for quite a while now. So it's a, it's a pleasure to. Yeah. I think we've, I think we've always kind of ran in the same podcasting circle yeah, right? or bumped yeah. into each other in the various, you know, like the podcast high school 
Yeah. Right? Like, yeah, yeah, I know those right. guys. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, we kind of go on the hall. We do that, you know, that little nod yeah, hey, thing up, you do. Right? And, we just kind of go uh, by, you know, but too shy to go up and say hi. But sure. I think we could be friends. I think we'd yeah. hang out, you know. So. If we, I'm all about this beer idea. <laughs> That's my language <laughs> right now. I'm going to tell you that one. No, it's, uh, it's, uh, it is absolutely great, Jason. And, uh, you know, I'm, we're in the Twitch chat right now, and uh, you're saying you're having a hard time yourself well maybe sean capri can sell us a little oh, bit good old sean uh flex uh flex the opposed is so different from anything else out there jason and lucas are lifelong friends none of us have ever uh never had but always wanted it's a super fun show it helps me get through all the trials and through tribulations of life justin Masson is incredibly sexy uh and my favorite <laughs> canadian that was an episode know. title I don't, I don't i know and i don't know why he wrote that but uh, uh, <laughs> i think he saw that through the beer goggles but you know i think that that is uh that is absolutely um i think this is absolutely uh you know i think uh someone someone else speaks speaks loudly for another podcast like that's better than itunes review right hey if you need to put a new toilet in your house sean will tell you we're we're good um we're good diy uh background music Good. You need to clean. Uh, you need to rake some leaves. Flux Bill's got you covered. Got you covered. Right. Uh, and Jason, you guys are on all podcast services, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep, yep. Perfect. Yep. And if someone wants to follow you directly, what's the best way to do that? Ah, uh, yeah. Twitter. I'm the most active. It's uh, recently changed my handle after a long time. I was like, why? I, mean, I don't use Twitter for anything personal and ever for professional. Sure. So let's have fun. So it's uh, it's Hey Flexa, F L U X A Y on the old Twitter. Excellent, excellent. Thank you so much for being here. This is this is fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, it has been absolutely great to no longer just be hey, hey. <laughs> right, I was doing? super right. excited to hear you were coming on the show. So yeah, yeah. I'm glad you're here. This is, well, Minnesota got to represent, right? You guys got to stay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we didn't get Chase Young tonight, but I mean, at least in, you know it's the draft. You know, <laughs> good enough, right? Uh, uh, smart stuff. Yay, sports ball. Uh, very last question I want to leave on this one. This is very interesting. I just want like a quick hot take on this. Uh, this came from our Discord community. Maybe Jason, I'll go to you first. Jason, what is your opinion on time travel in Animal Crossing? Is it cheating? Or- hot You know, here's the thing. Like, I, I don't think it's. I'm not going to classify it as cheating. If people want to play the game, if, if that's how they want to play the game more power to them, you know, because I mean, you're not, it's not like you're, I want to say like, it's not like you're exploiting the game and the way you're exploiting the, I mean, ultimately you're not getting an, you're not getting an uh, an advantage over one and over anyone. I mean, like it's animal crossing. It's a game that you unlock as you go. It's not like, Oh, you've got this new item and you're going to destroy me. And I mean, there's, there's no, there's no crossover. There's no multiplayer. There's no, you know, the mechanic, if someone wants to rush ahead to try to get all like, I want to play the long game with Animal Crossing. I want to enjoy that content over as long a period of time and really just be able to to milk that $60 investment and to really feel like I got my money's worth out of it. I don't want to rush through in two weeks and do everything because I'm advancing through time and, and unlocking things. I just, I don't have a desire to play it that way. If someone does, and that's how they get enjoyment, if that's like, that's how they want to play it, you know, more power to them. But I'm not, I don't, I'm not going to belittle someone and 
I think that we it's too easy in gaming and you know we 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 can criticize people and judge them like well just like you know the joke we were playing on Jim you're not a real gamer you use mm-hmm. to, you know that that whole stuff and it's like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna come across onto someone and tell someone else how they should enjoy their hobby or how what's the right way to play play a game you know they're not they're not duplicating items or they're not it their their enjoyment of the game is not a detriment to how I enjoy the game so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say it's cheating excellent. I think that's that's a fantastic take. I don't think we need to actually go around the <laughs> around the horn for anyone else. I think that's that's um that's my soapbox. That, that's, guys. Uh, <laughs> drop the mic. Jason's done there, folks. And uh, and I actually think it's probably a good spot to to end the show. Uh, folks, we're going to start heading out uh, again. Jason, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for being here with our time. I know it's a Absolutely. late night for you guys, but man, I appreciate that. Uh, and I think our fans are just going to love this content. So thank you. And again, guys, go check out Jason. Go check out uh, Flux Supposed and everything that they do as well, because it is some amazing content. You need to check out, subscribe, and support them. Uh, before we be head out, I'd be remiss if I do not say, guys, um, that our Discord community, super cool monthly mayhem section, guys, check that out. If you're in it, don't forget to provide your updates to the monthly mayhem scoreboard channel right away. Big thanks to Drew and Zach. Uh, sorry, Zach. Drew and Zablanc, who have been awesome at organizing that as well. You guys are completely, completely amazing. Big thanks to our Patreon producers, Chris Mears, David Ernsberg, Sean Abbott, and on Antonio Contrario. Uh, Contrario, sorry. Ugh, I'm getting tongue twisted. Uh, for all the amazing support you guys provide us and everyone that's helping us to be on Patreon and to be there as well. Hey, did you guys know we have a website? Yeah, that's right. It's nintendodads.org. Check out our latest YouTube videos, tweets, podcasts, all that kind of stuff all our social medias and uh, Patreon page. And of course, there is the Nintendo Dads merch shop. You can check out some t-shirts, some stickers, whatever you want. You can, of course, find us over on Patreon, Twitch, Facebook, Instagram, uh, YouTube, and just type in Nintendo Dads. Thank you guys so much for all the support you have been providing us over the last several months. 2020 has been a banger of a year for us for our our, um, exposure on Twitch, on YouTube, and all our social medias. That's because of you and our community helping us grow. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Uh, hey, we have an email box. Send us an email, nintendodads at gmail.com. We'll read it on the show. We'll have a chat about it. We love your input, and we love your, um, your, your, what's going on in your life. Ladies and gentlemen, Marty Estes has been removed from the show and has been put on our call tree duty. What does that mean? He now answers our phones. So if you <laughs> dial 929-25-NDADS or 929 256 Three two three seven. The mouth of the South, Mr. Marty Estes himself, will answer your calls about Nintendo Dad. So give Marty a phone call, pick it up, and give him a ring. Uh, of course, head over to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Castbox, wherever you get podcasts. Subscribe, rate our show. That'd be awesome, uh, guys. For myself, for Jesse, for Tim, and of course for Jason. Thank you so much for listening today. Have a fantastic day. Be safe, be well, take care of yourself, and take care of others. Bye-bye. Thank you later. Thank you for listening to Nintendo Dads. We sound like the goddamn Nintendo Dads all of a sudden. Welcome to Nintendo Dads, episode 200. It's not as easy as it looks, is it? It's hard. It's hard. <laughs>